Welcome to the Vertifor Insurance Podcast, hosted by Rick Fox. Get ready for deep dive conversations into the insurance industry's most interesting and pressing subjects. Now sit back and enjoy the conversation. Guys, welcome to a very special episode of the Vertifor Insurance Podcast, which I've learned today stands for VIP just in case anyone was confused. Uh, We are here live at Accelerate, and we've got an amazing audience in front of us. We're gonna talk all things technology in 2022 as it relates to the independent agent. I have an amazing crew with me today. I'm gonna give them a quick shout out. We've got the one and only Rick Fox. Rick has been dethroned for this episode of the VIP podcast. He's in the hot seat today, so I'm hoping we get a little bit of a different perspective from him. I'm excited. I was voluntold that I would be a guest and not the host of this one, so it's good. No pressure. No pressure. No pressure. All right, we got Jessica Jeffries, which uh, we are... uh, are, Referring to her as J Money. Oh, I tried to go JJ, J Dog. She was like sold on J Money. J Money. It's, I mean, it fits my personality really well. Yeah. For those of you guys who are listening, you missed out on the awesome hand gestures. There's a whole vibe going over here on my left. I'm pumped to have her. She is the immediate past chair of NetView, but they couldn't let her go. She's still on the board and she is also the AVP of an amazing agency. Not to be confused with the 100-old agencies, it's a 96-year-old agency. That's right. Peed Ale and Holland. Peel and Hall. Thank you so much, Holland. Holland. Yep. Wonderful. And then we've got uh, Michael Libor, who is here from the InsurTech side of the industry, stirring up a little trouble uh, over in New York City and creating uh, really an API highway to move data to the right place in the industry. So, Wow. We have an amazing group. Um, guys, let's talk InsurTech evolution for just a sec, where we're at in 2022. We started back in, gosh, 2019, 2020, saying technology is going to kill the agent. Bots are going to replace the agent. Um, you know, uh, We're going to have these insurance carriers who come in and really don't need an agent anymore. Uh, then we had, we, you know, we, we had InsurTech evolve and it, more agent-focused technology started coming around. Now we've got an overwhelming amount of technology for agencies to choose from, too. What is InsurTech's role in 2022 in the insurance industry as it relates to the agent? What is going on? Uh, okay, yeah, yeah, Rick, you go first. Okay, dude. I'll go you first. go first. <laughs> Please. Uh, so, from my perspective and having been around, it, it was way before 2019 that everyone said that technology was going to take over our industry. And here we are, stronger than ever, moving forward. So, what used to be called disruption to me is evolution now. So, the technologies that are out there, while some of them are young and not there yet, the ideas and the concepts and the things that are happening out there, it's amazing. Like it's such a great time right now for agencies that are taking advantage of technology to make themselves 
better at what they do, better at servicing customers, which is what this is all about. It's always been about our customers. What Sid didn't say is before I was in InsureTech, I was actually an insurance agency owner. I had six agencies up in the Pacific Northwest. And so I know from the other side of the seat, the, the stress, the, the, the daily grind that there can be, and the agencies that are looking at all of these technologies and finding ways to make their, their, their agencies and their businesses hum, make them move faster, take some of the busy work out, the manual pieces. And every day that you're doing that and you're moving in that direction is a good day. And it just makes our industry stronger because we all know the independent channel is by far the best way for consumers to still get their insurance. But we have to meet them where they want to be met. And these technologies help them or help us meet them there. So I think it's, I think it's, it's an amazing time right now to be in, in, our, in our shoes. And I'm just happy to be here with you guys because there's a bar in the back and my friends are here. And <laughs> what could be better? What could be better than that? I mean, I would say that, you know, the agent is still alive and kicking. You know, it was that we were scared a little bit there. What's going to happen? We replaced. We're not. And so, you know, in that time where there was the fear, maybe there wasn't so much adoption of some of the new stuff. But now it's, you know, I, I see agencies are hungry for what's next, what's new, and how do I implement that? How do we, how do we integrate everything? How do we be the best that we can be for our clients? And so it's a little bit like maybe some of the fear is gone, but it's the um, inundation of just trying to adopt as quickly as we can. So first off, before I start, please like look at your watch and just shut me up because once I start, like you know, it's very hard to like stop me because I, I I love I love talking about it. James has been on enough Jessica, calls with me. Sh- just kick you in the head if it's too much. James, James knows. Uh, so just to give you my background, to give you the context, I've never been an agent. Uh, I'm a digital internet marketer by trade. Uh, got super lucky. Uh, got a job at a carrier six years ago. I worked for Amtrust. I was the head of marketing. And the very first job I was given was to launch a platform to go direct. The first job I had, ooh, they did not like me there. Uh, I mean, they literally hung me in effigy at the sales conference. Uh, and I was you know, one of those people thinking that tech is going to destroy and disintermediate the agent. And that's just not the case. It's just technology is a tool. Whomever you are, whatever you do, if you're an agent, if you're a CSR, if you're an owner, if you own a premium audit company, there's amazing technology out in the world, whether it's uh, a whole list, AI, ML, chatbots, data, mining. And what you choose to do with that technology is completely up to you. Uh, there are some agencies that you know, still have their dot matrix printer and refuse to adopt change. <laughs> and, I think they'll pay the price. And then you have those that are super forward thinking and here and listening to sessions about APIs and tech and adopting it as quickly as they can. And they'll be successful. Is the industry changing? Are there websites where you can go, uh, uh, somebody could go online and buy a policy? Yeah, but if you look at the total market share, it's 0.002%. And it's going to grow a little bit every year. but. As somebody who considers themselves the poster child for digital and tech, when I started my company, I called up an agent. And I didn't even look at a quote online uh, because I wanted that consultative approach. I wanted somebody who knew what they were talking about. I wanted to make sure I wasn't exposed. That's not going to change. But what you choose to do with tech uh, is, I really think, the question. It's not 
a function of, I don't think it's an existential uh, conversation. I think it's what are you and how are you going to leverage technology? And that's how I look at it. And, and just, we're independent agencies. The, the, the word independent means we like choices. And what Mike's saying here is you have choices. It's up to you what you want to do with those. I think it's, I think he's, you're spot on, 100%. Hmm. Okay, so speaking of choice, though, if we've got all this technology and an agent is, I mean, you could go broke buying technology at this point, right? So where do you start and, and what's the value of this conversation that keeps evolving around connectivity and this misnomer APIs? I, you know, I don't even know what that stands for, but we throw it around all the time. How do you as an agent navigate this increasingly complex world? I'm going to throw it to J-Money. Let's go. Thank Woo. you. Geez, with an intro like that. She did to the gym money. <laughs> Thank you, Ray. <laughs> I, like, I can't even respond at this point. I don't remember the question. Uh, you know, we used to talk about connectivity between just the agent and the carrier. And now I think it's more of a conversation between the agent and the client as well. You know, you can't just... Um, obviously, we want things where the, it's easier for the agency and the carrier to, like, do business, but also like we have clients who are demanding to be like delivered insurance in a different way. Yeah, you still want to have the expertise of an agent, but um, you know we've got this newer generation who wants it in a lot different way. They don't want to have to wait for things. They don't want to you know if they need their auto ID cards or a certificate, they're not going to want to wait. They're I, please, hopefully, they don't want them to like you to fax them to them, but. Um, <laughs> It still happens. I hate to admit it, but it still happens. It's out there. But there, you know, like it's that whole um, the life cycle of a client and a policy, and it's just all the change that's there with with being connected. You're right. You could go broke if you bought every single piece of, you know, insure tech that's out there right now. Um, I think the big next step is how do we connect all of that so that um, it's efficient, it's fast, it it just it makes sense. We're not quite there. It's like we've got all the flashy tools, um, and you know. But right now, like, how do we get them from being disparate systems to? It's it's one big thing. You enter things once, and it's everywhere you need it to be. Mm, beautiful. Well, I feel like you set me up for this one. I did. You did. This is I like did. the softball I've been waiting You're for. You're welcome. The reformed uh, insure tech. Let's go. So, uh, I work for a company called Insurance Gig. Uh, I've been stalking Vertifor for about two years. Uh, so I told you, I, I worked at a carrier, and we were one of the first uh, carriers to sign up for the commercial lines uh, rating platform. And when you talk about choices and you know, breaking the bank, I, I saw, and I, I believe that we're going to be right, that the way that Vertifor looks at it with the Orange Partner Program is the future, where they're making these microservices from the partners and their superpowers available to you so they're doing all the hard work. They're doing the heavy lifting. So as any insure tech who's here or goes to any of the events can connect through the Orange Partner Program, and the integrations have been done. Uh, what Insurance Gig does is we do a lot of that heavy lifting as well, and we have a, a library of different services, data partners or OCR or all the different things that you as agents need to run your business. Uh, we're doing those integrations. and teaming up with Vertifor to make those available to you uh, without a heavy lift of integration. Did I say that okay without getting thrown out? You did a great job. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm so nervous. I always say the wrong uh, thing. When did Jay's become the censor over there? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I agree with my esteemed 
colleagues here, I, I would say just to look at it from one, a little different lens from the agency perspective. And Tracy and I were having a conversation earlier about different layers within an agency and how you can get pushback at all these different places. And there is a million technologies out there. So the first thing to decide for any agency is the, the answers are there, but you have to start with what do we want to accomplish? Like start there. Because if, if it is in fact, well, we're, our, our staff is down, or our staff is overworked, or we want to be able to automate this or use this data for that, all of these things are out there. But you have to decide as an agency first what it is you want to accomplish. Then you find partners that you trust, and if ideally you trust us, and we have all of our orange partners that we've vetted, we've put them through the ringer. Michael, tell you, man, it was, it's not easy to become an orange partner. It means that we said, yes, that is a really, really good partner for you. So find out what it is you wanna do and, and how you wanna do it and what that's gonna look like today, tomorrow, and 10 years from now, and then find someone that you trust to help you make those decisions. And I would just add to that, the reason that what's happening right now in the industry, it's so important to make the right choices because you don't wanna have to backpedal out of those choices. You wanna be in an environment that's open so that if it doesn't, if it's something you thought you needed and didn't, you pull it out and do something else and plug it in. So I think there, this is, again, it's a great time to be doing it, but you, you have to start with what, you're, what, what do you need as an agency and how do you get everyone to wanna to buy into that? And how do you meet your customers where they wanna be met? Well, being that like we're here in this like convergence of Vertifor and NetView, uh, one of the things I used to do every morning is I used to read the NetView forums just to see what agents are talking about and what they're, you know, from a, like a venture perspective, what's the problem statement, right? So, but as you're describing it, I'm thinking, you know, does the average person, like, like we, you and I maybe take for granted because we're technologists, right? But maybe the average person at an agency is not a technologist and maybe they don't know what they don't know, right? Uh, w one thought is get together on NetView. And you know, so I, I'm seeing now a lot of like the, I don't want to call the top 100, but let's call the top 200 agencies, take like the top 50 out, right? Take the, you know, the hubs and the aeons out of it. And then you go to the next, a bunch of them are getting together. Like you have a bunch of uh, 100 million agents, 100 million agent getting together and teaming up to procure tech and buy tech together. If you guys, there's strength in numbers. If you guys get together on NetView and say, hey, like, what are the problems that we're facing? What, what are the challenges? Or we have to double entry accord forms, or uh, we have to log in you know, to different comp rating systems, whatever it is. But if you guys get together, like, that gives you guys like us the ability to like, hear and maybe react to those things that are, you're looking for. Mike, I love the NetView plug. Like, thank you. That was awesome. Like, like, we didn't even pay you for that, but no, like, it I, just put it out there. Well, we gave him a beer. You do have, yeah, a beer. Were, yeah, have a beer. And you have a badge. I mean, I would say, like, I, I'm I think cheap. That, you know, give me a beer. <laughs> there are a lot of people that, like, don't, they don't know what they don't know. You know, you said, like, find, figure out what you want. But it's, it's so interesting to have those conversations and, like, people don't realize what's possible. Yep. You either, like you guys are technologists, I'm not gonna put myself in that category. Um, okay, you're not, Rick isn't either. He just, he, a, he's just, faked it. I just it. podcast, that's okay. what I do. I got you, man, I don't so, even do that. Yeah. Um, but it's like, what What are the possibilities? And I mean, great great point on um, both with the Orange Partner to look and see like, what are the Orange Partners, like what do they do? Yeah. What's out there, what's possible? Because I think there are some agencies that are like, I don't even know where to start. Right. That's a great place to start. And I mean, 
NetView is a really awesome place to start. Um, coming to Accelerate, being here and just talking to people and seeing like what's out there, going to the exhibit hall, seeing what's out there. Um, because it's, it, you know, said to your point, like there's so much, like where do you start? But also if you don't have a clue where to start, those are some really good places. Start, start with pain. Where's right. your pain? Yep. That's, what's your, what's I your mean, problem statement? Yeah. Because you're not the only person or only agency that's having that same pain. Yes. In fact, a lot of agencies are having a lot of the same pains. Right. All right, Jay Money, you teed me up there. Oh, so you're welcome. Yeah, I'm going to play the devil's advocate here because there's always somebody listening and maybe they're not in the crowd today, but because this is going to be publicized across the band, the, the airwaves here. What about the agent who says, yeah, but there's got to be that that one solution that does everything. You guys are intentionally making my life too complicated with all of this software. I don't actually need it. I want the all-in-one. I want that white shining knight coming across the hill it's gonna pick me it's up. A it's a myth. It's, not, it's, not it's a unicorn or not even, it's, it's something that isn't real, whatever that, is unicorns good, right? That's a, Can you use unicorn? I don't think those are real. I don't think they're real. I saw one once, but <laughs> I don't but, know. But, but That's a different tonight. podcast, man. <laughs> <laughs> Not here. But why? Why is the question, right? I mean, what makes... Can, okay, can I take a stab at we that? Got a, we got an arm. Yep, yep. Let's go around the room. Personal lines? Commercial lines? People are raising their hands right now. GL? Bop, commercial auto. How complex are each one of those integrations? Like there's no way that any one company could do everything, rating, quoting, binding, premium, audit, claims, loss control. It's just not possible. And Vertifor has bought into this microservice ecosystem where let's take everybody and different companies, take their superpowers, expose them, make it where the data translates, the applications, the accords could go in and out to these different vendors. And the concept of having just one platform to do everything that an agent needs to do, the businesses are just so disparate from one to the other. It's just, it's not realistic. And you're not gonna need to buy these core systems because of the way that microservices are gonna be consumed going forward. Uh, on the next round, uh, if you want to talk about the pricing and the transactional nature of things, uh, do you want to team me up for that one? That, I'll, that uh, sounds like a whole nother podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I, I would add to that, like, if you've been to one insurance agency, you've been to one insurance agency, to your point. Yeah. And the, the problem, and we started with the, the openness of what we want to do and what we want to give the choice and have these options. And then you said, well, let's put it all in one. That starts with the concept that the companies that are offering that up don't have the kind of flexibility they need to give you more choices. So the, the thinking is, why would, like Vertifor, we either build it, we buy it, or we partner with it. We know what we should build, commercial submissions, this, this week, it's a new thing that we're doing because we know we'll be really good at it. We buy it, Agency Zoom, great example of a platform that we thought fit really nice into our ecosystem and was an orange partner, or we partner with it. That's our orange partners. And we leave the door open for all of these different technologies. So when you think about it in those terms, it's, it's such a joke that, that we're like, we're ha like it's, a, it's, a, it's a dumb question, Sid. Like it just doesn't make any sense. <laughs> 
I feel like you just. We had to answer it. We had to answer I it. I would never call you, you dumb, Sid. No, I just, I she was dumb. I just said the question was dumb. Okay, thank you for clarifying. Listen, this is what happens when Rick gets dethroned, guys. You gotta, you gotta watch out, okay? It's fair. Okay. It's very fair. All right, so. Last question here. What is, and this is actually two questions, so I'm going to hit you guys with a slam dunk. I feel like you're capable more than capable. I Rick, feel like maybe we are not too. you. No, maybe not. Um, what is the number one tech challenge that agencies face today? And what do you think it will be in three to five years? And if anyone says predictive analytics, I, you just got to walk out right now. <laughs> you want to go first, Jeff? Sure. So the number one challenge facing, I think it's to know where to start. I mean, there's so like, like you said, the options are so it's there's, there's so many and um, everybody's in a different place. Just like you guys have said, like we all do business differently and you know, our value propositions are all different. And so we do need different things and it's figuring out like what thing fits us. Um, and right now it's, it's hard, like technology, it, like this is gonna get easier over the next three years. I would say over the next three or five years, like it's, it's gonna be easier to do those things. I hope like agents have caught up, you know, cause right now it's like, you can't catch up. Like it's, there's a new cool thing all the time and it's figuring out like, okay, this is what, this is what we're gonna hit our wagon to, like this is what we're gonna do. Um, so I don't know, in a few years, I think we'll be in a place where it's easier. Um, and I think a better understanding of how to, um, use all these really cool things to have an even greater value proposition to our clients. Go ahead. You want me to hit it? All right. Uh, for me, the, the technology problem isn't actually the tech right now, it's adoption of the tech. Like the, the biggest problem in every agency is getting people to understand that the way they've done it forever might've worked, you know, you know, 2003 called and they want the way they would do business back. Like, we're in 2022 now and we're moving forward. So getting people on board in an agency to embrace it, adopt it, and fly with this new technology is the problem with technology right now. So that's what it is for right now. In three to five years, the problem we will have is those agencies that either didn't do anything or found a shiny toy that they didn't like and now have to back out of it. So you're right, the next three years are gonna be great. And you in this room tells me that you're all ready for this to be an exciting time to change the way we do business. There's so many agencies out there that I think are stuck in their own way, will make bad choices, and three to five years from now will be that point where they're getting passed up and having to back out of things that maybe weren't as open as we've been talking about in the way that it works with the other softwares that they use. I think that was a dumb answer. <laughs> Um, just so everybody knows, the audience agreed. Okay. Um. Uh, so my my response is a, a, a hybrid blend of your collective answers, and that's it's a people issue, and it's just I think it's access to the tech resources. Uh, you know what you've described of you know the adoption. You know it's a it's a people issue, but I'd say the average. Uh, what's the average size of an agency that's here? Five, ten, whatever. There isn't a person to handle the tech. I think the agency owner is working on, in their business, but not on their business, as they say. And there's a skill set of somebody to, like, it's a foreign language. You know, what's an API? How does the data transfer? How do I get this system to connect to that system? And 
that person just doesn't exist and the average agency doesn't know where to go. It's getting easier. Uh, there are things that a lot of, of the collective we are working on to make it accessible and democratizing tech. Uh, but I think right now, uh, what we're seeing is that the average agency on Main Street USA doesn't have the tech resources to go in and say, hey, we're going to effectuate change within the industry. Mm. Mm. Guys, thank you so much. No, no, Sid, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Eli cannot stand like being over here. That. <laughs> he can't stand it. <laughs> no, it's actually pretty uh, cool. Seriously, cool, you guys are amazing. Rick, yes. Jay, Money. Thank you. Um, and Michael, thank Please you guys. <laughs> Mr. Libor? No, just Libor. Oh, just Libor. Okay. Um, thank you, guys. You're amazing. I really appreciate your insight and perspectives. They're each unique and added a lot to the conversation today. For those of you guys who are here, I can't wait to see all of you for the next two or three days crushing it at Accelerate. And for those of you guys who are not here, you missed out because everyone here said this was the best conference that they've been to in two years. <laughs> so please get your ticket now for Accelerate 2023, and Ooh, I will I like see that. you there. That was good. That was Perfect. good. All right.